definitely adjustable for different body types, sure. joint length, uh, flexibility, or even swing theory. So it's infinitely adjustable. We can do it left-handed, right-handed. It'll do pitching strokes. It'll do everything. But what it gives the player is it gives them a feel of what the perfect swing is like. So we all play by feel. Okay. Even though there's mechanics involved, sure. we all play by feel. Do sure. we feel the right mechanics? Sure. Right. <laughs> right? So so we're all feel creatures. So the, so the robot helps them to feel what the right sequence of motion is, what the right positioning of the club is, how your body should move. And it does that instinctively and automatically. And so we're using technology to help the players feel what the right motion is. And for so many people, it's a game changer because they say, I never knew. Wow. That's now I can feel what better players are feeling. And we're also, we also have some swing models in there of some of the best players in the world. So we can have them feel what some of the best players in the world feel like in their swing. And it's, uh, it's proven to be a, a wonderful way to communicate the, the message of, of teaching and coaching. You've invited me several times to come over and try that. I've yet to do it. I must I must do that. Well, we've, re we've reinforced it so it won't break down for your swing. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't have my swing programmed in there yet? <laughs> Not yet. But we're, getting, but we're ready. <laughs> okay. All right. If, if people want to come to uh, just general information here, if they want to come to the driving range to use the facilities, what do they need to do? Who can, who can go there? Uh, players that are here at the resort. Okay. So it's, it's for players at the resort or people that are taking, or players that are, are looking for lessons. Mm -hmm. So that's available for them and they can find us on the web at pebblebeach.com. All right. Player at Small, you're amazing. I'm just blessed to be here. And we're all blessed to be here. We're all blessed to know you, sir. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. We appreciate you. Have a great week. You too. All right. Player Small. You. Thank you. Thank you the director of the Pebble Beach Golf Academy, and he's always good enough to uh, share some time with us as we broadcast here, whether it be the AT&T or and now during the playing of the U.S. Open. We appreciate him very much. And uh, we're on the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning. We just got a text from our good friend Kevin Phillips, who is always checking in with us uh, no matter what, and he says, you guys sound terrible. Oh, no, wait, <laughs> that's the wrong one. <laughs> It says, you guys sound... That's the one from the PD. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys sound great. Tomorrow's Father's Day. Forget the tie. Get Dad what he really wants. A thick, juicy steak at the whaling station. There you go. Or the West Coast Best Chipino now served at all four of their restaurants. Kevin's got all those, those wonderful restaurants. And thank you, Kevin, for always checking in with us. And you can always get Dad a gift certificate to the restaurant, right? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And speaking of uh, checking in, we got a... a Text here from our good friend Eric Lippert. He said that uh, he may or may not be stopping by. He's he is the head pro at Pebble Beach, and he is doing a couple of things. So. Okay. But in the meanwhile, I had a chance to speak to a a few uh, of our fans here from uh, across the pond, as they say, and uh, want to go ahead and put them on. Oh, that'd be great. Because, Love to hear that because they uh, are visiting here from uh, other lands. And we want to just get that um, little interview on. Yeah, you ran into them here in the Heritage Shop. Yeah, they're here shopping. And you're from? London, UK. And London, both? Okay, and you're here for the U.S. Open? Yes, yeah. Strictly for the U.S. Open? Well, we're here to play it as well. So we're playing Pebble Beach on Tuesday. We got the Lynx at Spanish Bay on the Monday, and then on the Wednesday we're playing Spyglass. So, yeah, we're Not bad. Yeah, we're it's a really good trip, actually. Did you need a fourth? So you're first in line. All right. First so, in line. so have you played those courses before? No, we you're in for you in for a treat. We played some nice courses, mm -hmm. but to actually come here and watch the championship and then be able to play it straight after is very exciting. That's that'll be fantastic. I think it's the press day tomorrow, isn't it? And on, no, on the Monday, and then on the Tuesday is the first time it's open to the public again. So we've got the first one of the first two times on for that. So that's fantastic to hear. So. Oh, that'll be wonderful. As you'd say, that's brilliant. Yes. Uh, so who do you who do you like? Big Justin Thomas fan. Yeah. Ironically, I said a U.S. person before a Brit, obviously, but I just think he's. I think he's immense. It's a shame he's still struggling a bit with his wrist because he's a class, class player. I'm a massive fan of Justin Rose and his his, his men, mental, mentality of the game is just unbelievable. So I was quite surprised he lost the lead yesterday, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gained it again today. So hopefully he does. But, so Tiger Woods is obviously everyone's favourite as well. So it's not, it would be nice to see him win it, but he won the he won the Masters, didn't he? <laughs> so. Great to see him back too. Yeah, it's great, great to see him back. back. Well, great to, great to see you, both your Thank chaps you. here. Awesome. Enjoy your stay. Enjoy Thanks your round. Thank you very much. Much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Very
our friends from uh, from across the pond. Yeah. Boy, I was just thinking about something. These guys came all the way from England to watch the U.S. Open. Right. Okay. So they have, they have to be doing all right. Yes. And <laughs> the what people have to spend to come here, not only for the airfare, but then when they get here, what it costs to stay in the hotels around here. And, and Dave, a friend of mine works for a couple of local motels in the area here. I won't mention them. And uh, one of the places, and she tells me the place is kind of a dump, the one place she works at, they're getting 350 bucks a night yeah. for that place. Yeah, they normally exactly. get 100 yeah. The other place she works, they're getting 750 a night. Sure. And the place is like a glorified Holiday Inn. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you because this is an event like the Conquerors that draws the money class. Right? Absolutely. So, and those chaps that came across from England, they uh, they mentioned they're going to be playing Pebble, Spyglass, and and uh, Spanish Bay. And you don't play Pebble unless you stay at the lodge. So they're definitely staying either here or Spanish Bay because. And you what's the green fees now for Pebble? Five twenty-five. And then for Spyglass is what three seventy-five? No, it's more like in that four four ten okay. four twenty. Wow. Yeah. Which one do you like better? Uh, well, I'll tell you, I do. Lo- I do love Pebble. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because of not only the history and the course itself, but the, you know, the opening holes all, you know, all through, you know, basically through 10 are all in, all on the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do love that aspect. And then you get on the second tier and you can still see the ocean. So there's a lot of ocean views here. Uh, but I do have to tell you that I love Spanish Bay because uh, of oh, the links yeah. aspect. Uh, you know, Tom Watson, when he helped design that course and put that together, it was, it was really, Reminiscent of of the Lynx courses in the UK. And okay, I I hadn't played any of those yet, uh, but I see them on TV, and I talked to my friend Craig Ling, who's there all the time, and it's very similar to mm-hmm. the Lynx courses there. So, what's your best score that you've shot on the three courses? You know, Spanish Bay, Spyglass, Pebble. Uh, Pebble, I was able to somehow get away with a seventy-eight. Wow, uh, that was back. You know, when I was. You so know, you're plus was, six. Uh, was an, I was an I was an eight handicap okay, for a long so, time. So. Wow, that was uh, with our friend Jim Dorman, who had an, oh, I remember him an outing here with K Tom, one of our sister stations. Mm-hmm. And so that was then, and then I was able to uh, squeak out a seventy six, my lowest at Spanish Bay, mm-hmm. which was like with with four birdies, and I was out there playing with Sammy Salerno and his friends. Okay. So that was fun. And uh, Spyglass, I don't want to mention because I that thing just kills me every time. Okay, I mean, so that's, that's the probably, toughest of the three. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And especially during the Pro-Am when we're interviewing the, the amateurs, and especially if there's any weather, that, that thing just kills them every time. Okay, so you get that. And then you've played Poppy as well. Sure. Okay. Many times. You like that okay? That's a nice course. Nice course in the forest here. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, they have a good crew over there. And, they, of course, they renovated it a few years ago, so it's a lot... Uh, a little, little bit friendlier now, mm-hmm. I'd say. And, uh, you know, for a course that basically has no rough, uh, they have some nice waste areas that they put mm-hmm. in. So it's it's uh, it's good. And yeah. you had a chance to play the point? Played the point uh, 26 times, thanks to my good friend Jim Langley, who was the head pro there for about 32 years. Best and, score there? Uh, was able to shoot 79. Nice. So and that's a par very, 72, isn't it? Yeah, so okay. very happy with that. All right. Uh, don't get those scores that much anymore, but yeah. still love going out there. And I took uh, Mikey Murata and Craig Ling and Marty Wolf out there, and we played out there last year about a year ago now. And in your favorite course, how have you done it, Peter Hay? Uh, did we have done have almost <laughs> almost almost par almost par? <laughs> For those who don't know, let them know what Peter Hay is. Yeah, it's the par th- it's the par three. <laughs> and uh, one of the great things about uh, Peter, in which you can't play right now because of the fact that that's where the that's where the entrance is to the right. U.S. Open. But one of the great things about Peter Hay is uh, Craig and I, the last time we played here at Pebble, um, about a year ago or so, uh, we said, well, do we want to go to the range to where Laird Small was just talking about the Golf Academy? We could have gone there. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, let's just go play Peter Hay, you know, and play four or five holes over there, and that'll warm you up for Pebble, and it's right across the street. Right. So that's something to consider if you're, if you're thinking about that out there. All right. You got a little more here to share with us? 
Well, I, I actually, if you could uh, just uh, maybe run down the leaderboard for us, I can get uh, guys from the golf. Okay, and then I'm going to look for your interview with the folks from Canada. Oh yeah, you know, see if we can get that one on I've before got, the top I've of got the hour. That too, right here. Okay, uh, let's see. Taking a look at that leaderboard one more time here, as we mentioned at the top of the show, that the course leaders are uh, aren't going to hit the course today till the two o'clock hour. Later in the two o'clock hour, Gary Woodland holding a two-stroke lead over the field at nine under and he had a just a beautiful six under yesterday started out with a three under on thursday then he shot a six under on uh, on friday and so his two-round score 133 gives him a nine under par justin rose trails him by two strokes and by the way both uh, woodland and rose tee off in the final grouping today at 2:45 p.m right here on number one at pebble and then uh louis uh Oosthuizen is one stroke off of uh, uh, Rose's pace. He is six under. He goes at 234 along with Aaron Wise, who's five under. Also at five under is Rory McElroy. McElroy goes at 223 today, and he had a three under six. He had a two under 69 yesterday. Uh, Shea V is at four under, as is Chesson Hadley, Matt Kuchar, and Brooks. Is it Kepka or Kupka? Yeah, it's, and he's at four under, and then we have Matt Wallace at four under, and then uh, a number of golfers at three under and two under. And the and the cut, by the way, uh, to make uh, the uh, third round today was, I believe, plus. I think they got to what was it plus two, Dave? That they, uh, they yeah, made the, plus two, yeah, yeah, plus two, yeah, plus two, plus two. All right. Pretty generous. Okay, you got so, something for us here? Yeah, we got, uh, should I plug this in or should yeah, I just go? plug it in. Plug it in. Plug yeah. it in. Plug Sounds it in. better that plug way. In. All right. So we got Vic, uh, the sandbagger from the Golf Mart Superstore. Vic, what's happening, brother? Hey, it's a beautiful day at the U.S. Open, baby. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> what's going on, man? Hey, uh, things are great here. Um, we've had a lot of traffic, a lot of international guests, as a matter of fact. Um. If you play a Shrixon ball through tomorrow, any Shrixon dozen balls are two for one. Whoa. Yeah, any Shrixon ball, including the tour ball. Whoa. So, you know, that's, that's a great bargain. That, that is it, a it great deal. Tomorrow. And we've got a couple of raffles going on. We've got a ping raffle going on. We've got a Callaway raffle going on. Um, we have a ball fitting tomorrow. Um, so if anybody wants to try out a couple of balls, come on in tomorrow and we'll put you on the meter and, uh, tell you exactly which ball works best for you. And, uh, we're open, uh, nine to seven today, 10 to five tomorrow, and I'm off tomorrow. So I think I'm going to go out to the open and, uh, watch the final round. Right on. Who do you like? Uh, you know, I, I don't have a favorite, but I know it's not Patrick Reed. <laughs> By the way. We're going to send them up to see you to re replace that little wedge. That's exactly right. Come on up here. Get a new chef, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> now, Vic, you've never done anything like that before, have you? I have never done anything like that. I can't afford to snap my <laughs> Exactly. Snap my exactly. <laughs> because isn't this, it, there's some club throwing, though, I know, understand, as some amateurs yeah. do. and the, But, of course, the tip yeah, on that. Twirling's good. Twirling's good. And... Um, I almost threw a club once at Combo Valley Ranch until the pro was standing up there on the balcony, and I heard him yell, Don't do it! <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> and don't forget, if you are going to throw your clubs, make sure you throw it ahead of you so that it's better for when you're walking up the fairway, you can retrieve it. Exactly right. Exactly right. All right. All right, Vic. All right. You, we appreciate you. guys you. have a great day. All right. We'll All talk right. to you soon. Thanks Bye -bye. very much, Vic. The Sandbagger from the Golf Mart Superstore 2040, Fremont Boulevard in Seaside, 583-1000 for everything golf. They will not be undersold. All right. So we got, uh, yeah, we spoke to uh, one of our friends from up north, north of the border, uh, from Canada, and let's see if we can talk to our... So where are you from? Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Ah, welcome to Pebble Beach. <laughs> Thank you very much. What's your name? Dylan Verhels. All right, Dylan. So uh, how this trip happened for you? You know what? I got an offer from a, a client and to come down and uh, check out Pebble Beach. And I mean, why wouldn't you say yes to that on the 100 year of Pebble Beach? And Have you been here before? No, I haven't. First time. Wow. So what's, what, what do you think? Spectacular. Uh, to see the course um, along the ocean players up close and personal it's, it's a pretty amazing experience who do you like i'm gonna take ricky wow <laughs> that's a good one i think that 
I think it's time, Ricky's time. Let's pull this out of Pebble. Hey, man, you got your cigar? You got your beer? I do. Enjoy. Good one. Thank you. Yeah, that's right, eh? So where are you from? Whoops. Calgary, Sorry Alberta, Canada. Sorry about that. Oh, He's playing again. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, uh, was that the same one? There was a, there was a, was there a lady with him? A woman with him? No. Okay, because uh, yesterday I had a chance to talk to a couple of Canadians, and uh, the, the female, the lady, was her name was Jolene, and she actually... All right, all right. Well, thank you, and don't forget, go online for Lee's posters. They, even if you couldn't come out here uh, to the open or you're listening from someplace else across the country or around the world, go to uh, LeeWhiteBranski.com, right? That's it. All right, thanks, brother. Thank you. All right, see you again. See you next time. Shag Bag Tone Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM, live from the U.S. Open. And we're at Pebble Beach. We're in the Heritage Shop, which is right next to the Pro Shop. And we've got our good friend, uh, Laird Small, who is here with us this morning. Laird, come on over and uh, have a seat. Uh, he's the director of the Pebble Beach Golf Academy. And uh, he's always nice enough to stop by our shows, whether we're doing the shows uh, like we were talking earlier from the AT&T Pro-Am. He's always with us when we do the, the show from the shop uh, next door. And uh, now, of course, during the playing of the U.S. Open. Laird, I know you're a busy guy, and we appreciate your time taken out uh, of your schedule to, to come by and see us. Oh, it's fabulous to be here. What a great week. Isn't right? That? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's really it is incredible. It's really something. Yes, it is. It's, it is. It's more than I thought it was going to be. It's more, it's bigger, it's more exciting. It's amazing. It, it, it absolutely is. The golf course is showing up in such a beautiful way. And so are the spectators and the players to, to rise to that challenge and that opportunity. And the, the golf course is um, just beautiful. Chris um, uh, Dahlhammer and his team have done just a you know, phenomenal job preparing it along with the USGA. And it's been, uh, the golf course is just how it should be. I think that the event is a, is going to show a true championship. I think we'll see history again of, a, of one of the best players in the world because always, Pell Beach has always seemed to anoint one of the best players in the world over time and over history. And we're wondering, talking with many people about uh, a possible winner or who we're hoping will win, we're, we're wondering, will it continue with the tradition of being a, good, a big name? You know, all throughout the years, all the other past winners have been a pretty big name. Yes. Will it be or will it be a total unknown person well i think as a leaderboard is if you look at the top 10 or top 15 players they're all pretty big names and there's a really a wonderful opportunity and chance that's kind of hiding out there for Kepka to win three in a row i mean he is right there he is right there right and i think he, he he's a really a special player that rises to the occasion i mean I, I think that the event has to be big enough to be able to create uh that excitement and, and that uh that opportunity for him so I think it's going to be. I think he's going to be right there. I think Tiger's going to play well today to put himself in the mix. Would love to see Phil get in there and do uh, you know shoot a good round today, so it can be, you know, just a lot of uh, great players in the script. It's funny because a couple of weeks ago, over at Del Monte in the Shag Bag Show, had Eric on and uh, from from Pebble and uh, and Neil was at, from the shop next door. Was yeah, in Eric Lippert, and, Neil Allen, and right? we were all talking about. We were all like, so who do you got for the Open and coming up in two or three weeks and. Uh, we all had like our four or five, and it was, you know, Tiger, Kepka, Johnson, right, and uh, and then sort of like like who's you, and Phil, and then who's you know who else like, who's like the wild card? Well, Phil was pretty much the wild card for everybody over there, but uh, also threw in someone like you know a Tommy Fleetwood or someone like that, right. you know. Yeah, Tommy plays really well out here, and I, I think you have to look at there, there's horses for courses, <laughs> right? right? And, and I think right. that the players that uh, have played well here over time. Uh, have really loved Pebble Beach, or they have that certain connection. They can see the course, they they can see how it plays, and and they have the the patience that the golf course requires. You, you know, when you go out on the outward nine, you know, you have to get the ball under par as much as possible through the six first seven holes. Trevino said something that was pretty cute. He yeah. says, you know, if you're not three or four under par by the time you get to the seventh tee, it's a good time to jump off the cliff. Yeah, because coming in is going to be very difficult. Yeah, exactly. But I think uh, players that have played so Snedeker's played really well here. So has Spieth. And I think that they're they're right there. And you know, you've probably not heard this quote from me. I know that you probably heard. I know you've heard the, the Nicholas quote about the greatest second shot in golf at hole number eight. Yes. But then I was quoted by saying it was for me it was the greatest fourth shot in golf. <laughs> One fourth fifth two in three out four. 
Yeah. <laughs> but if you had enough golf balls, you could sit there for a while and yeah. still be okay with it. Yeah. No <laughs> Dump them into the washer. No problem. So uh, coming from the golf academy, coming from looking at different swings, seeing swings, teaching swings, yes. whose swing do you like that's out there right now? Uh, Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. I mean, he's really swinging the club so freely and effortlessly. And I think that, that that's a wonderful uh, thing for him out here. Can he have the freedom out on the golf course? Uh, you know, Tiger's, uh, you know, I, I, he's not hitting his ball as well as he would like to for the first couple of days. It may change today because that's what golf does. You just don't know right. who's going to show up right. on, the, on the golf course. But he's got a really nice calmness and a nice patience about him, which I think is required in major championships. You can't get yourself too far out, out ahead. So I'm, I'm looking for him to, to do really well. That's something that I'd like to, uh, you to tell our listeners as far as who shows up. Because those of us who play golf know that sometimes you just got to dance with who you came with. Uh, and then sometimes guys are going to their range trying to change that into what they think they could do or mold it into what they've done before or what it could be. Is it better just to work around with, you know, who you are that day? Yes, I think you have to. I think you you can go out and warm up, and sometimes the warm-up transfers over to the golf course, and, and many times it doesn't. So you have to be able to, you know, the old saying, dance with, you know, who you have. Right. And that's, I think, what the best players in the world over time have done. Uh, they realized, okay, this is what it is today. You know, I, I usually hit a draw, but today is a fade. So they work at hitting a fade. Or if they're overdrawing the ball, then they're going to try and control that by fading the ball. And I think that's what the best players have done because then they're only using one side of the, they're only missing the ball on one side of the golf course. And then, then they can play, they can manage their game, they can predict an outcome before the event. In other words, they're getting behind the ball, they know what it's going to do before they, before they actually get up to hit the golf ball versus, well, I don't know what's going to happen here. Right, right. Uh, when you're, a little advice, uh, please. Uh, you get to a golf course, well, uh, but if I go back, that's yeah. one of the that's one of the things when players go to the practice team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should be able to develop both sides of the game. They should be able to hit a fade and hit a draw and be able to do it on purpose. And that's what that would be a great thing for our listeners to work towards figuring out when they go to the golf course. Try to hit some draws. Try to hit some fades, and, and or if it's a slice, try to do less of a slice. That's a that's another good point. When you get to a, a golf course that does have a practice area, uh, and you're there with enough time to hit a few balls. Um, in the first place, how much time should you spend there, and how many balls should you hit, and what should you work on? Well, the first thing you should do is probably spend uh, at least 15 minutes just putting and chipping. Okay. That would be the first thing you'd want to do, maybe five minutes on your stroke mechanics, five minutes on three-foot putts, because a three-foot putt is what you close the hole with, and then five minutes for uh, distance control putts. So then you spend 15 minutes, and then go hit some balls for 15 minutes, and if you have more time, go back and uh, chip or putt and do the same amount of time. But most players just go there, hit golf balls, and then they the last thing they do is is putting, if at all. Always, yeah, right. yeah. I was I was wondering what you thought about that because there's some players that think, oh, well, um, I'm going to be on the first tee with a driver, so the last thing I want to hit is a driver. Is right. that does that make any sense at all? Well, for a lot of players, it, it, um, what, what the term of players will do is they will play the mind, play in their mind the tee shots and shots that they're going to have to be faced with. So they're pre-rehearsing those shots. So if they have to hit a certain shot off the first tee, they'll hit three or four of those golf balls before they go to give that in their mind, you know, a fresh fresh picture in their mind for what they have to do. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of players will do. Uh, we know that you've been out there. Yes. Uh, what, what about you? What, what did you like to do? How soon did you like to get to the golf course and get acclimated and warmed up? Well, yeah, if I'm playing in a tournament, probably 45 minutes to an hour prior. So then you're not rushing. You can kind of keep the That's, same. Is, it's the worst, rushing, right? Yes. I mean, it has to be because even the, even us, you know, higher handicappers, when it's time to get out there and our shoes are untied and we're jumping out from, from work, getting out of the office early or something and trying to get out there and play right away and with all these things going on in our minds, it, sometimes it takes four or five holes to just get down to earth. Right. So, so the golf swing is based on tempo and rhythm. And you can have a nice golf swing, but if you're off tempo, uh, things aren't going to fit together in the right way. So if you know you're going to go play golf, you should work towards slowing things down an hour or two before you go play golf. You know, walk a little bit slower, you know, do things in, in a more methodical, slower, slower pace. Uh, because that's going to help you with that same rhythm as you go out to the golf course. Yeah. But if you're just rushing and just, it's just, you're, you're too amped up before you get to the golf course. Exactly. And then that takes a while for it to transfer over and now, slow down. Talk to us a little bit about, let's say, okay, like my home course, Del Monte. Yes. There is no practice area except for a little putting and chipping. Uh, suggestions to, for the first tee? 
Yeah, you just said it, putting and chipping. <laughs> because if you pitch, so you can take some relatively long swings pitching the ball. You can take like a half to three-quarter swing. And what you do, so with the pitching clubs, uh, your lob wedge, your sand wedge, those are the heavier clubs in your bag. So you're getting a better feel for, for your golf swing. So just respecting and getting a feel for the weight of the club as you swing and how, you, and how your body is moving is a wonderful thing. Um, for players, before they're going to go tee off, take three golf clubs, uh, like the shorter clubs, which would be their seven, eight, nine irons, and make, you know, take a baseball swing and make in a baseball grip and take 10 golf swings right handed, take 10 golf swings left handed. And that really helps to loosen up your, your joints and gets the movement going uh, on both sides. And I'm saying left handed because that helps you make a better backswing because you're swinging the club as you would on sure, the backswing. Sure, sure, sure. And what about uh, stretching? Uh... Well, that that would help out. You know, okay. the, I mean, I'm sorry, the swing in the club. You know, ten ways in each in each direction, that would really help out. That would get you stretched out, loosened up. If you can do some things where you can sit on a bench and, and work on on your hips and hamstrings, that would be very good too, because those are the things that are going to help keep you in your posture, and allow your hip uh, joints to move, so you can rotate through the ball effectively. Uh, you know, many players, you know, because we sit all day, most of us sit all day, and sure. then now we have to be able to go uh, swing a golf club. Sure. And if our hamstrings are loose, they're going to allow us to stay in our posture versus get tight and have a stand up through the ball. So a lot of times uh, we may have a good golf swing, but we're not, uh, our body is not warmed up enough to be able to help us make a good swing. So oh. see if I can get this thing to work. I just wonder if there's any other sports that, that you recommend that golfers do that can help them out uh, with stamina or uh, just general conditioning. Is, is jogging good for them or swimming or tennis or anything else or just golf? Uh, so all of those activities are really good because it helps keep your body moving in other other planes of motion, okay. which I think is very very good for you know for golfers. So whatever you can, because we we tend to uh, have the same activity over and over and over again. So then our muscles and, and joints only move in one way. But if you could do different activities, tennis, basketball, swimming uh, is good. You can do yoga, do Pilates, do different things that create different planes of movement. It, it helps you st- your joints stay more lubricated and freer and it helps you athletically and uh that's what we you know we're all athletes and our bodies don't know you know our bodies right. don't know how old we are right <laughs> but i think goodness for that our, our mind does but our <laughs> yeah, bodies unfortunately don't. so you know any of those kind of activities is, is spectacular for mm-hmm. golfers dave and i were we were sitting around having breakfast this morning and we were talking about the uh the conditioning of the modern golf athlete yes you know instead of calling them golf players they're golf athletes i mean they they are just so much more athletic than the golfers of previous generations you look at the guys and you look at just their general physical conditioning right and it just seems that they have a lot of them have gotten that message and uh and they have done things that have will help prolong their careers as well you know and made them give them more physical strength well, I, I think what the, the the first thing is they're looking at from a physical fitness standpoint. They're really looking for longevity. Mm-hmm. That's really the first thing because a better because you put when you play golf, you put a lot of strain on the muscular skeletal aspects and the joints and and your tendons. So by being more physically strong, you're going to have more longevity. Right. You're not necessarily going to hit the ball farther. It will increase some some club head speed, but uh, swinging the club on a better arc and a better path actually creates more speed. Right. But from a physicality standpoint, you're just able to uh, have more longevity. There's so much money out there. These players want to have a long career out on the tour. Uh, I think one of the reasons Tiger, you know, got so physically uh, strong was he knew he'd have to be out here for 30 years to right. be able to work towards reaching Jack's goal and have a, have a long career. And I think that's what you're seeing mm-hmm. more than anything else. Yeah, and I think the other thing, too, that you see in the general improvement in the conditioning is that many, many years ago, a lot of guys, their game started to tail off after the age of 35 or sure. like right after 40. Now these guys, a lot of them are just as good as at 40 as they were at 30. Absolutely. You know? And there's no, re- there's no reason why not. But I think you have to continue to work at it. Right. Because, you know, gravity, you know, we're fighting gravity. <laughs> yeah, Laird, can you tell us uh, all a little bit about the academy? Yes. So uh, help build the Pebble Beach Golf Academy, and I, I really looked at it as one of the best places. So Pebble Beach is one of the best places to play the game, and I, would, I wanted to build this place to have to be one of the best places to learn how to play the game. And using Pebble Beach as the as the backdrop for that uh, is really you know what we've really tried to do, and it's been really successful. And it's been been quite a nice ride. 
I always hear about uh, this with the swing trainer, the, the robot. Robot, yes. Yeah, yeah the robot spectacular. That. So um, it's called Robo Golf Pro. Scott and I is the uh, the CEO of the of the company, and I saw this uh, robot right now, probably about seven years ago, and I knew that I had to have that as part of our learning model because what it does is it creates. Uh, for players, the feel of the perfect golf swing. So, so the robot, is, it's a mechanical device that swings the club on the correct path and arc. Now, it's infinitely adjustable for... And uh, what else? want to wish a, uh, a uh, happy Father's Day to Ohio and all you dads out there for tomorrow. Uh, well, I see one of our guests just walked in this morning. It's uh, Lee Wybranski, the uh, famous golf artist who is stationed over at the media at the i'm sorry the merchandise tent mm -hmm. he's there all week have you've we've had him on the show yes. you've seen his artwork beautiful right. and i think you have a couple posters in a roll from him <laughs> i have a couple nice. waiting, waiting for me in the back here uh, i guess uh, leticia said that uh Left him here the other night, but she put him away inside her car. No, she put him away inside the back room here. So, hey, and while we're at it, we uh, we know we're on the Shag Bag Show, but we also want to thank all of our wonderful sponsors who are taking care of us for all these live broadcasts out here during the playing of the U.S. Open Wildfish Grill in PG, Cal Giant Berry, Big Sur River Inn, Jacob's Team, Realty, El Jefe Tequila, Cantoneta Luca. In Carmel, Fisherman's Grotto on the Wharf, JRG Attorneys, Monterey Pines, uh, right behind the fairgrounds. And uh, just saw just saw their groundskeeper, their greenskeeper, their superintendent, uh, just came by and said hi to us. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Osteria Al Mare, uh, Old Fisherman's Wharf Association, uh, Pine Inn, Italiho, Chris Pryor Properties, and Carousel Candice. Thank you all. Mark and I appreciate you uh, uh, very much for all your support that you give us whenever we do these live broadcasts out here at Pebble Beach. All right, so uh, you want to know a little bit about the leaderboard? Know a little bit about what's happening on the golf side of things. Okay, so round three play started a couple hours ago. Now the course leaders, as always the tradition, is they're going to be in the last groups to tee off. So the final tee times today uh, are in the two o'clock hour, and at two forty-five p.m. the course leader Gary Woodland. Holding a two-stroke lead over the field, he's nine under for the first two rounds. He goes at 245 along with Justin Rose, who's right behind him at seven under. And then, uh, oh, there, I'm going to get his name wrong, Oosthuizen. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen is at Excellent. six under. I got it that time, 234. He goes at 234. Aaron Wise at five under goes at 234 as well. Rory McIlroy, five under, goes at 223. Shea Ravi, did I get that name right? That's very good. Okay. Four under at 223, and uh, Chesson Hadley at four under goes at 212 today. So those are some of the top golfers. And all the tee shots today are off of number one. They'll start on number one today. They won't do the split like they did the first two days because the field has essentially been halved, right? We started with 156 golfers on Thursday, and we're, what, into the mid to high 60s right now? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Okay. So... And they started this morning at what time? Ooh, let me go to the bottom uh, of the list here because eight that's... 8 o'clock hour somewhere. Yeah, they, they didn't start like at 6 o'clock in the morning like they, they do for the early rounds. Yeah, exactly. But uh, let's see. It went off at 7.36 was the first group out. Yeah. Okay, so there you go, 7.36. Yeah. Hey, and, that so was, and that was a single, by the way, because they have an odd number of players. Mm -hmm. And uh, Justin Walters out of South Africa went off by himself. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just looking at some of the guys that didn't make the cut, Dave. Yeah. Lucas Glover, Matt Jones, Rob Oppenheim, Nick Hardy, Dave Toms. Uh, let's see, Jimmy Walker, Dynamite. He was, his game was not dynamite this week. Uh, he didn't make it. Uh, Justin Harding didn't make it. Let me see if there's any other names we can recognize here that uh, did not make the cut. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Ernie Els. Ernie didn't make it. And uh, let's see, J.B. Holmes did not make it. Bubba Watson didn't make it. Well, was Bubba on, kind of on the downs, downside of his career? He's having a couple issues right now. Okay. He's, and, good, at, he's uh, good at bass fishing, though, always. All right, yeah. Now, is he old enough for the uh, seniors tour? No, not at all. Okay, okay. But uh, the, So that's just a few of them that did not make the cut. But a lot of great names that uh, are 
up above the line and are playing today out here at Pebble Beach. And if you're coming out, you know the drill. You go to Fort Ord and park there at Cal State Monterey Bay and take the free shuttle in. Or if you want to go into town, I know the Pacific Grove Chamber of Commerce and the Carmel Chambers are running shuttles from uh, downtown Carmel and PG, respectively. In Pacific Grove, the shuttle picks you up in front of the museum on Central Avenue, and I think it's like 25 bucks. Yeah, it's 25 for, for either one. Yeah, either one, and I think it was 100 for the week. But uh, if you're just coming out for the first time today and only today, that might be the way to go. Uh, or you can just jump on an Uber. That's right. Uber. Uber and Lyft yep. can bring people out here yep, as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, I have a friend who drives for both. And um, actually, two people I know that drive for both, and they say it's just been crazy busy. That they are, they are making money hand over fist right now. Yeah, good times. Make money while while the sun shines, right? Make hay while the sun shines. Exactly. exactly. Hey, we've got uh, we've got one of our uh, friends that uh, has been on the show a few times uh, over the past couple of weeks. It's amazing how you know he's been on the show so few times. And then all of a sudden, he's just hoarding all the airtime. He's on the air all the time now. It's just like, again? He's on the air again? I said, they, someone said, who do you have on? I said, Lee, what? what? Again? I said, I'm just kidding, Lee. I'm just kidding with you. Welcome back to the show. Great to be back, Dave. You know so, how to make a guy feel welcome. <laughs> I, I hear that uh, you had your, uh, your, uh, your mates in, so I haven't had a chance to meet her yet, but uh, Paul told me that uh, she's in and safe and sound. And is she at the tent with you? She is. She's uh, working in the merchandise tent with me, keeping things going. Well, that's good. That, because before, before she got here, you were alone at the booth. It's your table. Now you got hurt, and you can just take off. You can go to, it's great. Go to the I bar. Just run off and do radio shows every day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, have you had a chance to be, you know, to be? I know you're busy. You're working seven to seven over there with signing your your artwork. But uh, have you had a chance to be a tourist at all, other than the night we went out to dinner? Uh, I I can't say that I, I've enjoyed some delicious meals uh, yeah? after work, and that's probably been the extent of my tourist activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where have you been other than we took you uh, to a Craig's Place, the Sandbar, and where else have you been? Oh boy, that was great. I went to Pepe's two places. I ate a Napoli and little Napoli uh, and Vesuvio and Vesuvio. Really? That was where I took my wife the first night she arrived, and we had a lovely meal there. They squeezed us in just like Rich said they would, which was great. And then uh, last couple of nights uh, we ate a Portobello's. That's nice. It was quite delicious. So, yeah, the meals have uh, not disappointed. Uh, the, the dining in Carmel is uh, everything it's reported to be. Exactly. All right, so tell us, uh, how, how does it change from the practice rounds when you're in there signing posters to when you know Thursday hit, Friday, now Saturday? How to, is it building? Is it getting busier for you in there? Uh, it's definitely building. It's doing everything that it's supposed to. Every day is a little bit busier than the day before. Uh, the numbers keep going up. I tell people who, uh, anyone who wants to shop, uh, today should do it, uh, should do it now because it's going to get nutty in there later and a lot of the popular stuff goes. Uh, for me personally, uh, the week has, uh, resulted in larger bags under my eyes and uh, a voice that's slowly <laughs> disappearing. <laughs> So you're over there. It's uh, of course, if you enter the merchandise tent, which is like you said, like said Nordstrom on wheels, uh, you go straight to the back on the left. You can't miss Lee and all his wonderful artwork, all his wonderful posters that he's offering that uh, are very reasonable at the price of only thirty five. Yeah, thirty five for the large, large. and twenty five for the small. And he's so. willing to uh, personalize it for you, or he can just sign his name to it. And it's a perfect, perfect Father's Day gift for uh, for anyone that wants to get something special at an affordable price. I mean, you can't even get a hat for that price. That's true. It really is. They're the best deal in the tent, only half-jokingly. I mean, they <laughs> last is. longer than anything else you're going to get in there. And uh, it's a lot of bang for the buck. And that's the way I like it. I like people to be able to afford it. Most people, when they find out how much the large posters are, are shocked. <laughs> right. They expect it to be at least twice, so... Uh, it's been great. It's been very well received. 
All right. So uh, you're in there till seven o'clock uh, today, and then till seven tomorrow, or until uh, eight o'clock today. Uh, oh, eight or, o'clock. Or really, you know, confidentially, if you could say yeah. that on the radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the tent is slated to be open till eight, but it typically will stay open till eight thirty or even later, as wow. long as there's as long as there's uh, customers in there. Wow. Um, and you know, play can go on and on on Saturday, so. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but it'll be till at least eight tonight. And then, uh, typically tomorrow, uh, it, it'll go on for about an hour after the play ends and, uh, the award ceremony and all that. So, uh, and then what happens with you? What do you do? You fly out when? I, uh, I fly out, uh, later tomorrow evening from our wonderful airport here in Monterey. And, uh, as much as I've enjoyed my time in Pebble Beach, I'm certainly, uh, looking forward to getting home. It's been a little while since I've seen the kiddos. Right. Yeah, exactly. Plus, it is Father's Day tomorrow. That's right. I like to like to be. I, I, you know, frankly, this will be only the second time since I started working for the U.S. Open, which coincidentally is the same time period that I've been a father. This will only be the second time I'll be home for Father's Day at all. Is that is that right? So then you move on to uh, the the next major, right? Yeah, we're just thrilled thrilled about that. Uh, we're going to. Uh, I've been working for the Open Championship since 2012, and and this year it's being uh, played at Royal Port Rush in Northern Ireland, which has hosted it, I think, only once before, and it's about 65 years ago. And the Irish, uh, I mean, they're crazy in general, and, and they're crazy for golf. Uh, the event's been sold out since last October. Uh, they made 5,000 tickets available uh, a couple of weeks ago, I heard, and they sold out in a day. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a much-anticipated event at one of the most beautiful courses in the world. And we decided to make a family trip out of it. So uh, my wife and I are bringing the girls, and we're headed over to Wimbledon and then uh, off to uh, to the Open. And tell everyone who's not familiar where it's located. Uh, Royal Portrush is about an hour and a half west of Belfast on the very northern coast of the island of Ireland and Northern Ireland. That must be beautiful. Yeah. I think our friend Craig Ling from the Sandbars played there. It's also uh, probably more famous to the general population as the area where Game of Thrones is filmed, or was Ah, uh, King of the North knows <laughs> all. So, uh, yeah, 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 that's great stuff. So you start preparing for that. Now, what about what about the, the poster for that? When will you start even thinking about that? Oh, my. That's, uh, that's uh, already in the can. You know, I finished that actually last fall. Yeah. Uh, they've been selling them at the venue since uh, September or October. Wow. Uh, so the art product is already there, and it's wow. already been available at the club uh, for all this time. It's been selling great to the locals, and um, fortunately, really, there's no more uh, heavy lifting to do on that. I just uh, We just head on over there, and uh, I just pack my Sharpies, and we're <laughs> off to the races. Uh, that's awesome. And then what about after that? After that, thanks to the PGA kindly moving their championship right. from August to May, I have August off. So I will be home in Flagstaff uh, enjoying uh, and the, the breezes of uh, the monsoon season and maybe even, you know, playing a round or two if I'm lucky. Right, right. Well, that's good. And then, and then when do you start preparing the poster for the next tournament? Uh, I've got a couple things. I'll be heading to Wingfoot uh, yep. in either late August or September uh, to begin the process uh, of creating next year's U.S. Open poster. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. It's kind of tying a, tying a, a bow on things for me professionally. Wingfoot was my very first client in golf. No kidding. Uh, a long, long time ago. So wow. uh, to be uh, to be going back there for for a major championship is is just a uh, you know satisfying and fun, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, we're also doing some work for their upcoming centennial, so that's a, just a neat relationship that I'm happy to be renewing. Uh, and then actually something a little more local to your listeners here, uh, I'll be uh, starting work on the painting for uh, the PGA Championship at Harding Park next year. Ah, yes. That may well be the next painting that I actually begin. Uh, we are, we're a little, uh, we, I've already shot that and, 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 you know, done my field work, so. Uh, we're going to focus on uh, the trees and Lake Merced in addition to the golf course. And uh, if I get my way, we'll be sort of hiding a, a number of San Francisco landmarks in there for uh, for all the locals. Sure, sure. Yeah, I played that course uh, a few times, and it's uh, you got to get to capture some great images there. You know what I really want? How do, who do we need to talk to? How do we make this happen for you to do one for Del Monte? 
I mean, <laughs> eight, 1897, oldest course west of the Mississippi, and a classic course with you know, with your classic artwork. I mean, who? What, what do I need to do? Ah, uh, you Does just got to find a, to go find a sponsor Rocky? to pony up. That's all. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a fan of painting historical golf courses. That kind of stuff really tickles me, actually. And I would I would love to paint Del Monte. Um, so, you know, you make any arrangements, I'll uh, I'll buy the ticket and be right out here. It's a really special spot, and uh, it would be a treat to all work right. with. Uh, so, yeah, if any uh, anybody out there is interested in uh, sponsoring an original painting of the Del Monte golf course, give Dave a call. I love it. I love it. All right. So, Lee, we're going to let you go. We're going to come over and see you and say hi and bother you some more over at the uh, at the tent and, and meet your wife. Please do. She's uh, eager to see the, the hair I've told her so much about. <laughs> <laughs> she I says hello, it. as a matter of fact. I she looks it. forward to meeting uh, you. What's, Thank it, what's you, her Dave. name? Jamie. Jamie. All right. All right. Well, shift, dual clutch transmission with drive mode select. One thing about this, Les. When backing up up a little bit of a hill and incline, felt like it didn't want to go. Felt like it like was not in gear all the way, and you had to press down on the accelerator to get it to go. I, I found their dual clutch uh, transmission to be a little weird at times. I like the 1.6, but uh, it's better than the last car I had with that in there. That uh, that dual clutch transmission, which I believe was a Kia uh, Soul. Uh, about a year or so ago, which was really clunky. I almost thought there was something wrong with it, uh, where you would, if you were turning and making a left-hand turn, you had no acceleration at all, and then, boom, it came in, you know? So there you have it. That is the Kona Ultimate All-Wheel Drive for 2019. We appreciate you listening to Cruise Control Radio. Hope you've enjoyed our automotive journey this week. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. And I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye. Wow, yeah, since the storm, it's been crazy busy for us. We got all kinds of office desks coming in. Now, here's a, it's a fancy one right here. It's missing a leg, but that's all right. Whatever. Washers and dryers from a laundromat. Oh, wow, and check this out. Another deep fryer. And I'm not sure what this doohickey is. Yeah, most businesses weren't ready for a storm like that, you know. But our work's really piling up here at Roberts and Son Salvage. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency. And 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Power Talk, 1460 and 101 FM. And iHeartRadio Station. Power Talk, 1460.com. Home of the most powerful name in news. Fox News. KION Salinas and K266BD Carmel Valley. Power Talk, 1460 and 101 FM. Rising tensions. I'm Richard Jordan, Fox News. Iran continues to deny any role in the attacks on two oil tankers in the Persian Gulf. This video released by the U.S. military claims to show proof of Iran's involvement in Thursday's attacks. Officials say this Iranian Islamic Revolutionary Guard fast boat were the ones to remove that unexploded mine from the hull. Iran denies it played any role in the attacks. The British government issued a statement late yesterday backing the U.S. conclusion that Iran is to blame. Fox's Jennifer Griffin in Washington. Gunshots inside a Southern California Costco sent shoppers running. Police in Corona say a gunman opened fire, killing a man and wounding two other people. Several witnesses saw the suspect with a mohawk arguing with someone near a freezer section before pulling out the gun. The suspect was apprehended. Today, Amanda Knox returned to Italy for the first time since being acquitted of murder. Knox, speaking in Italian at a conference on justice, accused the media of creating what she described as a false and baseless story. The former exchange student was accused of killing her roommate, Meredith Kircher, in 2007. Knox became the focus of a sensational murder case that went on for years. The St. Louis Blues are celebrating their first ever Stanley Cup win with their fans today. A parade gets underway in an hour. You'll probably be hearing this song across the streets of St. Louis today. 
Flanagan's Gloria, the official anthem of the St. Louis Blues and route to their first Stanley Cup win in franchise history. They came away with it in Game 7 over the Boston Bruins on Wednesday. The parade, now 52 years in the making, will kick off at noon central time today from Enterprise Center, heading east from 18th and Market, ending up with a rally by the Gateway Arch to commemorate the team's Stanley Cup triumph. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. This is Fox News. Nation, the perfect companion to the Fox News channel, just got even better with five new shows from some of your Fox favorites. Joining exclusive Fox Nation hits from Hannity, Ingram, Kilmeade, and more. Giving you their take on the issues Americans care about and celebrating what makes America great every day. Binge them all for free today. Enter promo code BINGE at foxnation.com and get your first two weeks of Fox Nation free. Fox Nation, opinion done right. Join today. Father's Day is around the corner, and it's a great time to give that Fox News fan in your life the greatest gift of all, Fox News gear. Go to shop.foxnews.com and use code radio at checkout for free shipping on your first order, now through June 16th. Fox News t-shirts, hats, mugs, polo shirts, backpacks, and so much more. That's shop.foxnews.com. And be sure to use code radio at checkout for free shipping on your first order, now through June 16th. Happy Father's Day from Fox News Channel. The price of gasoline in the U.S. is falling. The national average for regular unleaded, about two seventy-one per gallon. An average that's fallen for the fourth straight week, thanks in part to cheaper crude and U.S. oil production. OPIS chief oil analyst Denton Sincragana says the price at the pump has already peaked. Think of it as the staircases in an apartment building. You know, you kind of go down the steps, then you walk around the landing and things are level, and then you start going down again. OPIS expects any possible spikes to be short-lived, saying that gas prices could be back under $2 per gallon by year's end in some areas. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Planned Parenthood is building a new women's clinic in Alabama despite the state's near total ban on abortions. A spokeswoman says the facility is set to open late this year. The center in Birmingham would replace an older clinic and plans to offer services, including abortion. A different kind of homecoming at an Ohio zoo. Do gorillas remember? That is the question they're finding the answer to as the Cincinnati Zoo welcomes Endume, their 37-year-old lowland silverback gorilla. It's been a long, long time since he saw his old home 28 years ago. Endume was sent to California to be the companion to the famous Coco the gorilla, the first to learn sign language. But after she passed last June, he's been lonely. And Cincinnati mounted a legal battle to bring him back from the Gorilla Foundation of California. They're sad he's leaving, but Cincinnati wants to make sure Endume is very very happy. Top priorities, making sure he's comfortable with his home, keepers, and routines. Cincinnati Zoo has given birth to 50 gorillas, and introductions to the zoo's other gorillas will be made at Endume's own pace. Therese Crowley, Fox News. The parents of a one-year-old girl say their civil rights were violated when Phoenix police officers pulled on their child's arm after the girl shoplifted a doll from a store. The parents say they didn't realize the girl had taken the doll. The couple filed a $10 million legal claim. I'm Richard Jordan, and this is Fox News. The following is a... Don't be at the mercy of Wall Street. The erratic stock market volatility could cost you tens or hundreds of thousands and keep you or put you back in the workforce. For those near or in retirement, large market downturns could be devastating to your future. So, if you're over the age of 55 and aren't 100% sure that your retirement plan is protected, call Epstein & White today at 858-564-8036 for Retirement Readiness Review. It takes about an hour to find out if you're too exposed to stock market swings, if fees are eroding your gains, if you're paying too much in taxes, and if you're maximizing on your Social Security benefits. You can have the financial security you deserve. Take charge of your retirement and call the retirement team at Epstein & White today at 858-564-8036. 858-564-8036. Or visit them at EpsteinAndWhite.com. Your retirement readiness review with Epstein and White could change your life in about an hour. So call today, 858-564-8038. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you found your go-to spot? I tell you, I just found mine. It's Hardwick here for Seven Mile Casino. When you think about casinos, you probably think about driving at least an hour to get there. And once you're there, it's really impersonal. You get lost in the shuffle. It's a lot in a bad way, and it's smoky as all get out. Is there anything worse than going to a place and choking down somebody else's cigarette smoke? None of that is the case at Seven Mile. First off, it's minutes from downtown. It's intimate, inviting. It's immaculate. It's non-smoking. They pride themselves on building relationships 
relationships and developing community. There's no better place to play cards, not just in this city, but maybe everywhere. California Blackjack, Poker, Baccarat, they've got the best action you can find. Plus, they have 24-hour tableside service with a menu curated by Sam the Cooking Guy, executed to perfection. There's healthy options. Seven Mile Casino, it's my new go-to move. Go find your new go-to spot. It's located right off the 5 on the Bay in Chula Vista. Take my word for it. See for yourself today. It's located right off the 5 on the Bay in Chula Vista. Seven Mile Casino, just minutes from downtown. The Shag Bag Show, live on the radio again for another Saturday morning, live. No, I was going to say from the end of the bar, the Del Monte Golf Course, beautiful Monterey by the Bay. That is way too hot. Way too hot. That's way, way, way too hot. Yeah, turn that down a little bit, Mark Forrest, over there, because it is just screaming right now. All right, so we're not live from the end of the bar, the Del Monte Golf Course, and beautiful Monterey by the Bay, like we always are. Uh, I'd say pretty much every Saturday, except for uh, a couple. That would be the uh, the Saturday, the 18th yeah. Pro-Am. Uh, we are over here. It's uh, broadcasting live from Pebble Beach. And then the other one would be when the U.S. Open comes to town. And it's 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 in town. Yeah. Look out, old Mackie's back in town. And, so you're not uh, live at the end of the bar. You're live at the end of the Heritage Shop. We are live from the end of the... Where the Heritage Shop meets the Pro Shop. Pro Shop right behind us here, just separated by a little three-piece, three-inch slab of wood right behind us. So, anywho, we are live from the playing of the uh, 119th edition of the U.S. Open Championship. It's Dave Marzetti, and it's Mark Carbonero, too. Yeah. I don't get a chance to do this too much. I know. Once every ten years. <laughs> or so. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So it's it is a lot, it's a lot of fun to be out here, and we're having a great time, meeting a lot of wonderful people, seeing a lot of great golf, and uh, it continues today. Of course, good morning to our two biggest fans, beloved Terry and Puff the Wonder Dog, high up on the hill on Via Gayuba, and uh, this is Shag Bag Show for June fifteenth. It is number eight hundred ninety seven eight nine seven. Looking for three numbers to play. Those are your lucky numbers for the day, eight nine seven. So try those out and win. All right, so we got some great guests on the show today, like we always do on the Shag Bag Show every Saturday when we're at Del Monte or when we're here. We still got great guests on the show. And uh, coming up on our little show here from Pebble Beach, we've got uh, Laird Small, the director of the Pebble Beach Golf Academy. He's going to be joining us in just a little while. And so is the head professional extraordinaire. That is Eric Lippert, who is uh, right behind us uh, in the pro shop here at Pebble Beach as we are live from the U.S. Open. And I also want to mention the fact that it's uh, the Shag Bag Show, which we are doing this hour. It's all brought to you by the Pebble Beach Company. Check out lodging, dining, and golf specials online at pebblebeach.com. The Del Monte Golf Course and Grill, home of the Dukes Club and home of the Shag Bag Show for 17 years going strong. Uh, the Sandbar and Grill, hi to Craig Ling and all his crew at Wharf Number 2 in Monterey. Don't forget tomorrow's Father's Day. It's also Sunday brunch day. Try the Craig's Benedict and the award-winning Bloody Mary all at the Sandbar and Grill Melville Tavern. The son of Craig is Colin Ling, downtown Monterey at Melville Tavern on Washington. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Saturday, Sunday brunch, daily beer and wine specials, and the best garlic bread in town by far. Melville Tavern, you got to try it out. The Golf Mart Superstore, home of the 90-day return. And the Monterey County Herald. Every Friday in the Herald, you see the guest lineup for the Shag Bag Show. And check it out. It's your source for breaking news, sports, business classifieds, and entertainment in Monterey, the Monterey County Herald. And Carousel Candies. The Elves team produced tons of homemade confections in their famous pink shop on the wharf. Look for the taffy puller in the window on the left-hand side as you're walking down. They ship worldwide. CarouselCandies.com. Clark K. Miller, the bankruptcy attorney extraordinaire. Your initial consultation with Clark is absolutely free. ClarkMiller.com. The Beach House of Lovers Point, Kevin Phillips and crew put together 
wonderful menus for you. It's all their restaurants, including the Whaling Station on Cannery Row, of course, uh, on the Wharf, Abilonetti and Big Fish Grill, and the home of the early bird, the Sunset Supper menu, and amazing views. That's the Beach House at Lover's Point. Try them all out. They've all got something special for you, as does his wonderful crew. Thanks, Kevin. And golfguide.net for the player in you. Elam Communications did our website. They can do yours, too. Check ours out, shagbagshow.com. Jacob's Team Realty, buying and selling. Let Joy and Jen guide you through it quickly, easily, and with love. That's why they are the Modern Peninsula's award-winning mother-daughter real estate team. Jacob's Team Realty, JRG Attorneys, full-service law firm, Jeff Gillis and team put together a wonderful crew, and they can handle a broad range of matters. JRGattorneys.com and Foolish Times, free, funny, fabulous It'll make you smile. Pick one up today. It's free. And at newsstand near you, that's, of course, the Foolish Times magazine. All right. 